All right, all right, all right. Good morning. Welcome to the Cheston Podcast. How's everyone doing out there? <clears throat> it is like in the morning. I'm just got out the gym. I'm feeling really good. <clears throat> but we're going to go ahead and get into these hot topics for uh, the week of October 3rd to October 9th. Um, what I wanted to say is this is going to be a long episode because a lot happened last week. Um, I don't know if you've been noticing, if you guys been paying attention to the episodes that have been uh, uploaded. Some of them are over an hour, some of them are 30 minutes, some of them are less than 30 minutes. So it just depends really on how much news is coming, um, like, you know, how many things are going on during that week depends on the duration of the episode. So this one's going to be a long one because a lot happened <laughs> for the week of October 3rd and October 9th. Let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, CNBC reports. Kim Kardashian, she's charged by the SEC, Securities and Exchange Commission, to pay $1.26 million for failing to disclose that she was paid to promote a crypto token. All right. Um, so Kim, she basically, she, um, she was charged because um, what she did was um, she endorsed an investment and she did not um, disclose when and how much um, she was paid to promote the investing, um, the, to, to promote the investment, sorry. Um, um, the law requires uh, celebrities and, and, and influencers to report um, when and how much they are being paid to promote um, investments, especially um, for securities. And this is what this was for. Um, Kim, she settled and she agreed to pay the $1.26 million um, to settle. Um, she was promoting on Meta's Instagram for Ethereum's Max's crypto asset. All right. Um, so Kim, she neither, um, she neither admitted to nor denied the SEC findings. Um, mind you, she has a $1.8 billion net worth. I don't think Kim is worried about this. Um, and this and this happens to be her first time offense, so I don't. I think she's gonna get off on this. I don't think she's gonna, you know, she's just gonna pay her fine. And well, this is what happens. Um, she will also cooperate with an ongoing investigation. So they're making an example out of her. And she's not the only um, celebrity that's um, under investigation for this. I heard Floyd Mayweather is under investigation for this. Um, Steven Seagal. It's basically any, um, like I said, celebrity or influencer that is. Um, endorsing any investment opportunities. So that's crypto, loans, you know, investments. You know what investments are. And <clears throat> um, so, yeah, she's, un she's in, currently in an ongoing investigation and she agreed to not promote crypto securities for three years. So that's the stipulations of her terms. Um, she's paying the fine. She just has to do a three-year... Um, period where she can't promote any crypto securities. Um, they're basically using her as an example. Um, so, you know, going forward, any celebrity, cause you know, I guess, you know, it, which makes sense because Kim is like the most watched celebrity right now. She's one of them. So it makes sense for them to be like, okay, this is what we're going to do for you. Cause once we do this to you, everybody else is going to fall in line. So that's what I think is happening. Um, <clears throat> but the crazy thing about it was Kim was paid $250,000 just to do the advertisements for um, Ethereum Max, um, which she failed to report. That was the amount she failed to report. But she ended up having to pay $1.26 million. And that's including what she got paid. But that's in, she got charged a million-dollar fine on top of that. 
um, for not reporting. Like I said, they are not playing. Um, but yeah, that's, <sighs> yeah. So if you're going to become a celebrity influencer, remember you have to, <laughs> you have the law requires, you have to let them know, the government know how, um, you know, how much and when you're being paid to promote the investing, whatever investment endorsement, um, you're promoting. <laughs> All right. Um, Variety reports Elon Musk um, prom uh, uh, sorry, Elon Musk proposes to complete a forty four billion deal billion dollar deal to buy Twitter at the original agreed on terms. All right. <clears throat> so I don't know if you guys have been hearing about this. Probably haven't been paying attention to it. But um, Elon Musk he wanted to purchase Twitter and then he backed out. But anyways, back in April twenty twenty two, Musk and Twitter they reached an agreement. You know, they were they were finally came to an agreement on him purchasing Twitter. But um, since early July 2022, Musk has been trying to get out of that agreement. Um, I have no idea why. For some reason, he does not. He, he just he ran from it. You know, he agreed to take it on in April and then he ran from it in July. And Twitter ended up suing him um, to hold him to the terms of the agreement that they reached in April. Um, Musk, he basically, he's thrown in the towel because he was likely to lose the case. So now he's, you know, as it's being reported, he's, you know, proposing to complete the $44 billion purchase of Twitter. All I can say is whoever is at Twitter, they're really trying to get rid of Twitter. <laughs> whoever is running Twitter, they are tired of running it and they want to give that stress on to somebody else. I don't know about Elon Musk. I know a lot of people are like kind of scared of him running Twitter and I kind of am too um I don't know we'll see we'll have to see what he's going to do to it or what he's going to change or what he's going to improve we'll see but I know one thing he was talking about making you know free speech a thing like he would reinstate Donald Trump's account if he owns Twitter which is crazy to me please don't do so um he is close to Kanye West so meaning Kanye West will be able to say what he wants and do all his rants, um, rants, but we'll, we'll get into that in a minute because Kanye, he's definitely in this week's topics, but moving on, uh, Tia Mary, um, sorry, that's not even how you say her last name. It's Mori. I heard Tamara say it. It's Tia Mori, Mo Mori. Yeah. Tia Mori <laughs> files for divorce from Corey Hardick after 14 years of marriage. They were together 22 years total. Um, Tia is she citing um, irrecycle, uh, irre irreconcilable differences, um, asking the judge for joint physical and legal custody of their two children. She's also um, she's also asking to terminate the court's ability to give spousal support to either um, couple. They have a re uh, prenup. They do have a prenup. And um, Hardick, uh, a lot of people are expe uh, they're speculating that Hardick, her husband Corey, um, was cheating on her. There was some infidelity in their uh, marriage, or that's the reason why she's calling it quits. But um, a fan of hers called him out on Twitter, like, try to add him with those accusations. And he basically responded saying lies. We still don't know what's going on between the two of them. But from what I got and from what I've been seeing, it just seems like Tia is a new is in a new headspace um, from what she's been posting, her cryptic post. Um and a lot of things she's been saying on the red carpet, you know, prior to even filing, like weeks before filing, she was just saying a lot of stuff about, you know, making, putting, making herself first and putting herself first and loving herself. So it just sounds like she's on a journey. 
and um you know i know a lot of people are like oh my god 14 years 22 years but um i do believe that people do grow apart so it's you know for me this is not shocking i just think you know she was with him for so long obviously there's something that she's ready to go you know move on from and and go forward from so you know all best of luck to her and her children and i hope that they have a nice smooth divorce i hope there's no drama i hope it doesn't get ugly i hope we don't find out information we're not supposed to know but i'm um, moving on to the next topic the new york times is reporting that angelina jolie she files a countersuit over her french home and winery um that they once owned together she filed she filed a counter countersuit against brad pitt um over the French home and winery that they owned um, once owned together, you know, they're, they're divorced, well, currently going through a divorce. Um, she claims that Brad was abusive to her and their children during a 2016 private plane ride. I don't know if you guys heard about this. I remember back in, back in 2016, there was like, it was very vague. Nobody went into details. Nobody wanted, nothing really came out about this. All you heard was that an incident happened on a, you know, a plane ride with Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt and her kids. But they didn't go into details about what happened, you know, what, what led up. Like, they didn't, you didn't, like I said, you didn't get no details. All you heard was there was an incident on a plane with Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie and their children. Um, now, one thing that was noticeable after that moment that happened in 2016, after that rumor came out, is that Brad Pitt, you, you hardly see him around his kids. Like, Angelina Jolie always is with her children, always is with the six children that they, you know, were sharing. She's always with them, and you hardly see Brad Pitt, like, with them or around them. Um, but Brad Pitt, he filed a lawsuit against her for selling properties without consulting him since they um, were purchased when they were, you know, were, you know, were married as a couple. Um, Jolie, she alleges that Pitt grabbed her by the head and shook her, then choked one of their children and struck another when they tried to defend her. Now, um, like I said before, these allegations of abuse first became public after a 2016 um, private flight. Details were kept sealed in divorce documents and investigations by the FBI and L.A. County Department of Children and Family Services. Um, they both did an investigation um, FBI and LA County Department of Children and Family Services and both found no action against Brad Pitt was necessary. So they didn't find anything once they did the investigation. Um, now, details now release um, stating on September 14th, 2016, the details have been somehow released, but I guess they were, were, they were released when and, um, Jolie filed the countersuit. Now, um, it says here that uh, Jolie and Pitt were with their six children, and they traveled from Chateau, um, Chateau Maraval to L.A. Um, Pitt, Brad Pitt, he got into a confrontation with one of the children before the arrival at the airport. Um, after the flight took off, Jolie, um, she asked Pitt what's wrong. Pitt accused her of being too differential to the children and verbally attacked her. Um, he pulled her into the plane bathroom and began yelling at her, grabbed her by the head, and shook her again before pushing her into the bathroom wall. Um, one of the children 
between 8 and 15 at the time. They verbally defended Jolie and Pitt lashed out. Um, he lunged at the child. Jolie grabbed Pitt from behind to stop him, and Pitt threw himself backwards into the airplane seat to get Jolie off of him while injuring her back and elbow. Now, the children, um, they all rushed in, the rest of them, they all rushed in and tried to protect each other. Um, they're saying Pitt, he choked one and struck another in the face before it was over. And they're also saying that he poured Bill on um, Bill. He poured beer on Jolie, and he poured beer and wine on the children, which is this is crazy to me. But the only thing that it, it just I don't know because you don't see him with his children. You do not see Brad Pitt with them kids. It's like they don't want nothing to do with him. It's like they completely shut him out for some reason. So this is crazy. Now, I want you guys to remember that, you know, Angelina Jolie, um, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt, they met in 2004 on the set of Mr. and Mr. Smith. Mind you, he was still married to Jennifer Aniston, but that's a whole nother story. They got married in 2014. Um, Jolie, she filed for a divorce right after that plane ride incident in 2016, and they were both declared single in 2019. Um, but the divorce has not been finalized um, with custody and financial issues still in dispute. Uh, I just hate that this came out. But I mean, I think Angelina Jolie, she tried to keep it as hush hush as she, as she could. But I think in this case with the, yeah, obviously you can tell it's getting ugly because they're suing and counter suing each other over properties um, that were basically purchased together homes and properties and wineries like yeah so it's getting ugly because both you know both parties invested in these investments and um as you can tell Jolie she just it wanted to be done with with Brad and she sold everything without even consulting him so um he's you know, county, he's going after her for doing so, but he should have known, in my opinion, he should have known that this was going to come out, um, you know, <laughs> by suing her. Like, I think, I don't, you know, I don't know Angelina Jolie. I'm not trying to say she's like vindictive or, you know, she's calculated or manipulative or anything like that, but it just seems like to me, this was her trump card. This was like, okay, if you do this, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get away from you. I'm trying to, you know, separate my life from you. I just don't want nothing to do with you. So I'm just going to sell everything, get rid of everything so we can just get this process over and done. But since you want to be difficult and you want to countersue me because you're mad that I, you know, that I'm basically done with this. Well, then let's let, let let's let, the, you know, let's let the people know what happened in 2016 on that plane ride. That's allegedly that's how I feel this is where it's going I don't think she wanted to put it out there at first but now I think it's getting ugly over properties and homes and stuff that they shared together this is like crazy to me I never thought that um it would get this ugly between Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt but you know I want to say you know I mean, because mind you, you got to remember, he was married when he met her. So am I shocked that it's all going in flames now and that, you know, no, not really, because that's what tends to happen when, you know, when 
you're doing, you know, I'm trying to watch my words because I'm not trying to offend anybody or, you know, say anything like crazy, too crazy. But what I'm trying to say is, is that it's no shocker to me that Angelina and Jolie and Brad Pitt are having issues now being the fact, you know, due to the fact that he was a married man when he was with Jennifer Aniston. I'm a strong believer in karma. I'm a strong believer in what you put into the universe. It will come back to you or you will get it back in some way, shape or form. So this is not shocking to me that it's getting ugly. And I think it's going to get worse. I do think it's going to get worse. I don't think it's going to get, I think these two are, they're mad at each other and they're trying to, you know, but, you know, Pitt, he's already released a statement saying that, you know, he, you know, his attorney released a statement for him saying that he's complying, he's doing everything he's supposed to be doing, and but he will not admit to anything, any wrongdoing that he did not do, which it's so crazy to me. Like, it's like, he's, oh my God, I'm trying to, you know, not trying to offend, offend anybody, but it's like he's... I don't know, that's his statement. It just sounds like he's denying, basically. the the. And I don't want to call, I'm definitely not going to call Angelina Jolie a, a liar. I'm not going to say alleged. This is what she's filing in the court, you know, court of law. This is in her paperwork. So obviously she's saying that on September 14, 2016, he lost his mind. And... This is okay per Angelina Jolie. Okay, this is what she this is her her words. This is what she's saying. Okay? But anyways, moving on. Beyoncé and Tiffany and company, they threw a club renaissance event in Paris during Paris Fashion Week. I don't know if any of you guys knew this, but last week and I think this week, it's it's still Paris Fashion Week like it's still going down in Paris right now. The hottest designers are doing their runway shows, shutting it down. A lot of celebrities out there, you know, getting dressed up, getting their picture taken. But um, Beyonce, she happened to throw a tenth, um, a club renaissance party event um, for Paris Fashion, you know, well, not for Paris Fashion Week, but it happened to be during Paris Fashion Week. And um, it was an invite only uh, you require you were you were required to show same day negative COVID nineteen test. So that means Beyonce is not playing. Do you think? And that made me think when I heard when I read that. That made me think. Do you think Beyonce is gonna make you have to show a negative COVID nineteen, like a same day negative COVID nineteen test when she goes on tour? That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, cause uh, well, as of right now, a lot of people are not doing the proof of you know, COVID, like people think for some reason, people think COVID is gone, baby, I still go everywhere, anywhere in the public with my mask on, because I don't see how it was like mandatory when it first came here, and people were dying from it, and then now all of a sudden, you don't have to wear your mask, you can just walk anywhere, no, I don't believe that, I'm not playing them games, but um, this is crazy that she makes you, she required a, she required you to show a same day negative test, COVID-19 negative test. So, mm, it sounds like to me, I think Beyonce, she will. She's going to want same day negative COVID-19 tests at her shows. I would not be shocked if that's where she goes with that. But um, uh, they strictly prohibited cell phone use of any kind. Um, any guests caught using their phone, um, they, they were asked to leave the venue if you were caught using your, you know, your cell phone. 
Now, there are no photos of line. No, sorry. There are no photos online of this party. So obviously these rules were followed and nobody wanted to get kicked out of a Beyonce, you know, club renaissance event. Um, but the celebs that were spotted, from what I read, um, Tyler, the creator, Doja Cat, Halsey, Naomi Campbell, um, Boz Lerman, the director. Uh, and I'm sure there was many more. I'm sure there was many more. But um, Beyonce's having these low key parties and she still hasn't put out no videos, no performances, no interviews. <sighs> this is a depressing era for me. But at the same time, I have to remind myself that Beyonce is a mom now. <laughs> I've been following Beyonce since Destiny's Child. So I have to remind myself that I've grown up with her too. So it's like I have to, you know, look at how she sees things now. She's a mom. She's a mom of three. So she don't, you know, it, it's totally different. So I get, I get why she's like not promoting as hard as she used to. You know, I, I'm like, okay. But at the same time, like it's a hot, you know, Renaissance is a great album. It's a great album. I don't care what nobody says. I will argue you down. That CD is phenomenal. I don't, and we, we can go all day if you want. I don't care, but I'm gonna let you know. That's a bad CD. And I just wish that, <sighs> I really want the music videos. I'm so used to Beyonce just putting out music videos, but Moving on to the next topic, because I could talk about Beyonce all day. <laughs> Moving on to the next topic. CNN reports Alec Baldwin, he reaches a settlement with the um, with Helena Hutchins, um, Hutchins, I don't know, family. So I don't know if you guys remember um, about, I heard about this back in 2021 when um, Alec Baldwin was shooting his movie Rust and his cinematographer, she was killed on set. That's who um, Helena Hutchins is. Um, uh, yeah, she was uh, shot, I believe, on the set. And she was killed. And I know at the time, Alec Baldwin was trying to not take responsibility. or It, it just it seemed like he was trying to figure out a way not to take responsibility. But in the end, the family has reached um, an, an undisclosed settlement in the wrong deathful lawsuit filed against Alex Baldwin and others in February. So the family did file a um, wrongful death lawsuit and um, a settlement was reached, as you can, as I just said. Um, the lawsuit alleged numerous industry standard violations, production companies and producers cut corners, um, and they chose to hire the cheapest crew available. Ben heard about this. This was crazy. Um, the stunt doubles and unions. Um, I remember uh, stunt doubles that were in unions that were uh, originally going to do the film, but they assessed the film. I guess that's what they do. They they see like what type of stunts they're going to be doing, and they deemed it unsafe. You know the the stunt doubles that were in unions, but Alec Baldwin, they basically were trying to find crew members that were not in unions and that would take the lowest pay for whatever like he would like like they said in the lawsuit um they were cutting corners and they <laughs> they were choosing to hire the cheapest crew available and that's what happened and because of you know not following industries you know um safety protocols and all that you know 
by wanting to cut costs and stuff, it costs a cinematographer her life. Um, now, the widower, her husband, um, Matthew Hutchins, he will be an exec. Um, he will be an executive producer on the film now. That's awesome, great. And the the film, the movie Rust, it resumes filming next year. So they're moving along, but it's great to know that they, you know, settle with the family. It won't bring back um, Mrs. Hutchins back, but um, I'm glad that he did work something out with the family because it seemed like at first he was trying to find every way possible. <laughs> to to squirm out of the situation like to to just be like it's not my situation it's not my fault I shouldn't have to you know do anything about it but I'm just, I'm glad that they filed that wrongful death suit against him because now he, he you can't fix it because somebody died you can't bring back nobody with money you know but um at least he he um he heard the family out and he, uh, you know, he decided to even not even let it go to trial or, you know, before a jury or anything like that. He decided to, you know what, let's just go ahead and settle. And I'm glad he did that. So um, great, great for Alec Baldwin. You know, good job. I'm glad you settled. I'm, I'm glad you did the right thing in the end. All right, moving on to the next uh, topic, Quavo and Takeoff. They tease a future um, of Migos without offset this is crazy to me i didn't even i never thought that the wait hold on let me think about that before i say that you know what i didn't i didn't i didn't think they were going to break up but i mean it kind of makes sense now because now i'm after the, like seeing all this play out there's a lot of egos in that group a lot of egos but um, the quote that Quavo and Takeoff is get they, that they gave is they're basically saying, "I just feel like we want to see our career as a duo, um, because we just came from a loyal family that's supposed to stick together." Very vague, very vague. But in um, their new the la the latest song that they released, um, the lyrics were, "I said, Carisha, please, cause she too messy, bitch, fucked my dog behind my back, but I ain't stressing." So he's alluding, you know, Quavo hasn't said nothing. Of course, he's not going to say nothing, but he's alluding that. Um, but, but OK, before I even say that, what he's alluding to before that, I don't know if anybody's uh, seen that. There was like an interview out there somewhere with another podcast and Travis Porter. I don't know if you guys remember Travis Porter. They're the guys that um, sing the song, make it rain trick, make it, make it rain trick. And they were doing an interview and the guy asked him, you know, oh, you guys heard the Migos are breaking up. And one of the members from Travis Porter, because, you know, it's an industry. Industry people always know what's going on behind the scenes. And he flat out said, yeah, man, they're breaking up because of a girl. Now, I, online, a lot of I'm not going to even, you know, entertain what people are saying online. But there is somebody that they're saying broke up Migos, a female rapper. I'm not going to say her name. I don't want to put it out there like that because we don't know if it's true at the end of the day. But it just sucks that, yeah, Migos is breaking up, basically. It's going to be Quavo and Takeoff with no offset. Um, do I think there's a future without an offset? No. But I feel like the group Migos was on a decline anyway because they just was didn't they just release an album? 
another album that they just released and it didn't do nothing like nobody was listening to it um yeah i just i you know i hopefully they work it out hopefully they can settle their differences and get back as a group and make money together but we're going to continue to watch because I don't think this is over and I think it's definitely going to play out in front of everybody and we're going to learn more as it plays out. All right, moving on to the next topic. LA Times reports they are predicting a showdown between Adele and Beyonce in the album of the year, song of the year, and record of the year categories at the 2023 Grammys. Oh my gosh, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. Okay, so there, I, you know, I'm, I have nothing. Okay, let, okay, how am I going to say this without offending anybody out there, without offending any Adele fans? Um, so let me get back into this. So, a Grammy, the Grand, a, a Grammy insider, they're saying that voters uh, could vote, um, could go with Encanto, the movie, the soundtrack for album of the year to avoid choo- choosing between Beyonce and Adele. Um, which is crazy to me. Um, I've I listened to two. Um, I've listened to both bodies of work that came out this year. Um, I'm not the biggest Adele fan. I have nothing against Adele. She's a great songwriter. Um, she can sing. Her songs are great. Um, but I felt like this last CD was just a continuation of her past CDs. <laughs> um, I feel like there's always a theme with Adele's music. Um, it, it just sounds, to me, it just sounded like something I've heard before from her previous albums. No offense. Um, with this new record, Renaissance, um, what I love about it is that Beyonce dedicated it to the LGBTQIA community which it is that our renaissance is from start to finish is for the gays for for you know the lgbtqia like i said before and it's just a phenomenal album the mixing the the transitions the beats it's like a melting pot of of sounds and it's it's so good and it's very uh, this album to me she deserves album of the year record of the year song of the year she deserves all of them beyonce did her thing with the cd so it's going to be interesting to see um i'm not going to hold my breath you know grammys they hardly get it right it's very rarely they do they get it right of who should win the correct award um in previous years they've been given that you know album of the year to people that definitely did not have a better body of work than Beyonce at the time. You know, Taylor Swift run one album of the year over, uh, I think it was I Am Sasha Fierce one year, and then uh, Beck won album of the year over Beyonce self-titled, which was crazy, crazy. And then Adele, she won album of the year over uh, Lemonade. It's just, I don't like to get into Grammy politics, but on to another topic. The weekend he did not submit Don FM his last CD for Grammy consideration. I don't know if you guys remember. The weekend is currently doing his little strike against them. He is boycotting them. He is pissed at the Grammys and he is no longer, you know, doing anything with them. Um, we're just gonna have to see. I, you know, 
hopefully the Grammys get it right. We'll see. I'm not holding my breath, like I said. Um, but I am looking forward to the 2023 uh, Grammys. If anything, I know Beyonce probably is going to blow the house down, tear you know, tear the house down with a performance like she always does. If if she can't win the award, she's going to give an iconic performance. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next topic. Um, multiple... Oh, we'll move on to that one. Okay, so I don't know if anybody has been paying attention um, with everything that's been going on, but this past week, oh my God, with Kanye West. So he premiered, he showed a White Lives Matter shirt um, for his Yeezy fashion show in um, in Paris for Paris Fashion Week. And uh, I don't even... I don't agree with the shirt. I don't like the shirt. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to go into detail because I can go on for days. But um, he released, He received all types of backlash. And um, he basically posted that everyone knows that Black Lives Matter was a scam. Now it's over. You're welcome. First of all, Kanye, Black Lives Matter was not a scam. The movement very much was needed. And... It still is needed because we still have, you know, we're we're, st- we're still a work in progress. But, um, yeah, it was not a scam. I, I'm sorry that you have Candace uh, Owen, Owens in your ear telling you how the creators of Black Lives Matter, they misappropriated funds. That does not, that I mean, it does make the movement look bad, but at the same time, we needed that movement. We really did, as as black people. This, but this is my thing with Kanye. Kanye is so disconnected from black people. He's so dis. I'll get more into that. But anyways, so after he posted that, all heck has been breaking loose like all week. But anyways, so um, the Vogue Global Fashion Editor, her name is Gabriella Carefa Johnson. Um, she basically got attacked by Kanye because of her opinion of the shirts. She basically described um, she described the shirts as incredibly irresponsible and a dangerous act. Correct. They are. They're incredibly irresponsible and they are a dangerous act because that is just going to gaslight, you know, racist and and bigots that like he he Kanye don't even know what he's doing. He, he has no idea, but he he's so out of it. He like I hate when he speaks on world issues because you 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 don't you're not in touch with the world. You're not in touch with black people. You're not you, you don't know what's going down on you know on the on ground level. You're up there, you know, making your billions, running your companies and just spouting stuff that is not true. So, um, basically, he posted her picture, talking about her outfit, talking about her clothes, basically saying Anna Wintour would have hated her shoes, like, just just ripping her apart, you know, piece by piece, you know. Um, but we had Gigi Hadid. She jumped in to defend um, Gabriella. She called Kanye a bully and a joke, which is pretty accurate for me. And then the creative director of Supreme, his name is Tremaine Emery, um, he called out Kanye for using Virgil Abloh's death. Um, he says that uh, this time last year, um, Virgil's designs, Kanye called Virgil's designs 
um, a disgrace to the black community in front of all his employees at Yeezy. Um, and Ye was not invited to um, Ablo Virgil's actual funeral, actual funeral, um, the one before the public one at the museum that they had where Kanye was at. Um, he basically says that Kanye is not a victim. He's just a narcissist that's dying from validation from the fashion world. Okay. That was a lot. But okay. So Vogue, they ended up issuing a statement defending the global fashion editor. Um, they said that they stand with her. Uh, she was personally targeted and bullied, and it, which is unacceptable, which is true. And they said that a private meeting was held with Kanye, and she spoke her truth on her terms, which... I'm glad happened and I'm glad that Kanye had to sit there and she got to say what she had to say to him. And I hope, I hope it was just, it didn't have to be rude, but I hope it was to the point and it was raw and I hope he got it. But anyways, um, Kanye, he responds on Instagram by bringing up not knowing where his children was on, um, their birthday, basically saying that the public chimes in when we want to, um, to tear a black man down for having a different political opinion. Um, where were uh he's basically asking where were we when he couldn't see his kids and he says he went public with that in hope of public support at the time okay this is crazy to me what does your kids have to do with your white lives matter shirt like okay you know what no 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 i actually take that back because i heard somebody say you know, his kids are actually, you know, white, that, that, that white lives matter slogan goes for, you know, Kim and his kids. Okay. That's great. That's fine. I can see how you're doing that, but it's still a dangerous act and it's still irresponsible. Like, I, like this is just crazy to me. Um, I hate that you're using this narrative that, um, the public wants to tear, you know, we only chime in when we want to tear a black man down. I don't consider you black. Sorry, Kanye. I, I don't, I, I, I haven't considered you black in a long time. I think you, you want to use this argument of, you know, the black trying to tear a black man down. You only trying to use that in the case of what, what, what I'm gathering from all this is that you're trying to make the Kardashians look bad, which is, I hate to tell you, but that's not going to happen. You know, um, like Kardashians, they're running it right now. They have so many people in their pockets. So, I, like, I doubt, you know, your little smear, what, what you're trying to do. This is basically what he's trying to do. He's trying to smear the Kardashians. He's trying to make them look bad. He's trying to make them look like they're kidnapping his kids, which I don't think is the case. It's like, but this is my thing. It's like, that's your ex-wife. That is your baby's mother. This is a private matter. You guys should be handling this behind closed doors. If you feel like it's unfair, then why are you not going at them illegally? Why aren't you having your attorneys, you know, serve them with whatever you're feeling is unfair or how you're feeling, you know, she's being kidnapped, but you're not. What you're trying to do is you're trying to have the public attack the Kardashians. It, it, that's, it, it's what he's doing. But Chloe Kardashian, she chimed in, you know, she um, chimed in on Instagram. She basically responded to Kanye and she said, please stop tearing Kimberly down and using the Kardashians um, when he wants to deflect. Uh, she says he knows where his children are at all times and he wanted separate birthday parties. Um, he changed his mind and wanted to attend their party, the Kardashians party that they had for uh, Chicago. And um, he went. 
he changed his mind and he went. And um, she basically says, please leave Kim and the family out of it so the kids can be raised peacefully. That was the, you know, I think it's getting to a point where they're getting tired of him, you know, bashing them, you know, trying to start, you know, start. Because um, it's easily, that's what Kanye's trying to do. He's he's not getting his way with Kim. So what he's trying to do is he's trying to turn the cu- the public away from Kim. But what he's realizing is that you can't do that. You know, where Kanye messed up, in my opinion, this is my opinion now, where he messed up is when he married Kim. Marrying her gave her the cosign. You know, Kim would have never got that cover of Vogue if she did not marry Kanye. That was Kanye's connect. Because remember, her first cover of Vogue is with Kanye. So, yeah, I mean, you you can't be mad that you you put all this time and effort and you built this thing and you built this machine. Because, I mean, I don't want to say Kanye made the Kardashians, but he definitely, with him marrying Kim, it was a cosign. It definitely was like, okay, you know, we can't look at her like that no more. This is now, she's married to an A-lister. She's married to somebody that is like, you know, A-list in the game, so we gotta, you know, we can't look at her how we used to look at her. And and I think that's what happened. And, you know, the public started to change and started to see her differently. And, and a lot of people, you know, are in love with Kim and love Kim and the Kardashians. I'm not one of them. I mean, I don't hate the Kardashians. I don't have an issue with them. But, I, you know, um, I don't want to say they don't have talent because that's not fair. You know, them girls obviously do have talent. If they can sell you guys, because I don't buy their products. So I'm going to say to you, who if you've bought anything of the Kardashians, a Kylie lip kit, a Skims outfit, a, a, a skin product from her, her, you know, beauty line, you know, that's a talent to me. To get y'all, to, to, to brain, I don't want to say brainwash. Oh my God, it sounds mean. But to get you guys, because... This is my thing with the Kardashians. I've never met or seen a beauty brand that they sell beauty, like they're selling beauty products, but their beauty is not natural. Their beauty is not natural. Like that is just crazy to me. Like I've never like, that's like, (laughs) that's like you're selling fitness tapes but we know that you're always on the damn doctor's table. That's like, you know, that's like little Kim or I, I don't even want to use her as an exa- example. Okay, I'm, I'm not even going to use nobody as, as an example. What I'm going to say is that's like uh, a celebrity we know very well that we know has a history of plastic surgery and then coming out with these uh, fitness, with a fitness line. Like, you know, like, like they all they do is dedicate their life to, life to fitness, but we know that's not the truth. That That's... That's the equivalent to what the Kardashians is doing to me. And like I said before, I don't buy their products. So it's a talent to me that they have people out there, you know, selling out their stuff when, yeah, like I said, that's a, it's a talent. It's a talent to get the following that they got. So, um, I just can't believe that, you know, Kanye is trying to paint this picture. He's trying to. Because they are, like, a popular family, like, now. Like, you can't tear the Kardashians down. They're part of the, they're part of Hollywood. They, you know, they have, 
so many people behind the scenes working for them or paid off or, you know, it's girl bye. you're not, you know, it's good luck to Kanye trying to tear them down or trying to, you know, turn the public against them. You know, like I, it's just, this is crazy to me, but so Kanye, he responded to Chloe. He basically said that, um, she's lying and that the Kardashians are liars. And he brings up incidences with Chicago and Psalm, his other son, his youngest son, uh, where he felt as he was, um, he felt that he was pur- purposely left out of birthday parties. And he said he should see his kids 100% of the time. Um, it should be 50% because of the separation. And then he says they wouldn't have played with Don- Donda, his mom. I Like, I... I don't feel comfortable with him using references to his mom because I feel like a lot of the things he's doing and a lot of the behavior he's displaying, I don't think his mom would be okay with. If we want to be honest, if we want to be really honest, I don't think she would be okay with him terrorizing his his baby's mother on social media and her family because that's what he's doing. You know, I like I'm, I'm going to say it before, I don't I'm not the biggest fan of the Kardashians, but it's still not fair. It's still not fair how he's terrorizing her and like, oh, I feel so bad for Kim. Like, like you're stuck with this man basically for life because you guys have like all them kids together. But um, uh, like, I just Kanye, get it together. Get it together, man. Um, Candace Owens, she basically supports Kanye by going after Gigi um, Hadid. Uh, she basically said she compared um Pete getting Kim's children's names tattooed, Kim and Kanye's children's names tattooed on him as bullying Kanye. How? How? How, how is that the same? How's it? What she's doing is she knows that Kanye has, there's something mental going on with him. So what she's doing is she's adding fuel to the fire. Um, Miss Owens, yes. What you, I, I see what you're doing, baby. Like, I, girl, bye. I, like, I already know what you're doing. You're adding fuel to the fire because you feel like you have this this big um, A-list uh, headline-grabbing celebrity on your side. So you're going to use that as a point of bullying when Pete... Okay, first of all, Pete was dating Kim. That was her new boyfriend. You're making it sound like this, this strange man just got these... Okay, now... I'm not saying it's normal. It's it's absolutely not normal behavior. You know, so dating a woman you just met and getting all her kids tattooed on you and stuff like that. Th- that that's not normal. But I mean, it's Hollywood. What is normal in Hollywood? There is no normal in Hollywood. So I'm not shocked that that happened. Celebrities all the time get just meet each other and get you know tattoos of their names on each other. So that's nothing new. But do I think it was a a bullying tactic on his part? No, I think Pete he was in love with Kim. Probably still is in love with Kim. And he was just trying to show her. He was trying to woo her. That's what the, I think that was. I don't think at any, I don't think there was any malicious intent. I don't think Kanye has a problem with Pete. I don't think Pete ever had a problem with Kanye. Kanye's mad. And he, he's just, he's mad. He's salty. He's so salty. Um, but Candace, you, you, that's not a valid point. That's like, sit down. Just sit down, girl. Um, but anyways, Kanye, he responds to Gigi and um, Haley Bieber because Haley Bieber, she also jumped in, um, chimed in and she stuck up for the, you know, the um, global fashion editor, uh, Vogue editor, uh, Gabriella. And he basically he's just attacking everybody. Um, 
he attacked he attacked both of them for sticking up for her. He called Gigi Corny, and he called. Um, he said this is what he said about Haley Ball uh, Bieber. Well, Baldwin is her her real name, um, her la- her uh, original last name before she got married. Uh, he he called her nose job Haley Bald Loose. What nose job Haley Bald Loose? Um, and then he he says to rally behind an an obvious Corey Gamble level non-fashion industry plant. He was talking about Gabriella. Now, I, you know, for those that are like, okay, who is Corey Gamble? Now, I don't know. Hold on, let me. If you guys, if, like, uh, this is all related to the Kardashians. Corey Gamble is uh, Chris Jenner's partner, boyfriend, whatever you want to call him. That's who... Um, <laughs> who he was calling Gabriella, uh, Chris Jenner's boyfriend. Um, and in the middle of his rant, he decides to bring up Beyonce, Lizzo, Travis Scott, and Future, which has nothing to do in, with anything. Um, he calls Gigi a Karen again. Um, he said that she was born with a silver spoon in her mouth. Uh, she's a zombie for not speaking up when his child was kidnapped on her birthday. Your child was not kidnapped. Stop saying that. <laughs> Stop saying that, Kanye. I'm sorry. Your child was not kidnapped. Like, nobody's kidnapping your babies. Chloe said it. You know where your children are all the time. Like, I don't even think Kim would. He's, like I said, he's he's really trying to smear the Kardashians. He's so mad and spiteful. You know what I think it is? I think he, he feels that Kim should be loyal to him. He don't want to divorce Kim. He does not want that divorce to, to, to happen. What I think happened it was Kim was tired. I think at one point, I think at one point she was afraid to divorce him. And I think she thought that people would dislike her for divorcing him. But I think with how things have been happening, especially in the last, I'll say, two, two to three years, how Kanye's just been on the decline as far as, you know, his stances like, okay, the Make America Great Again and how he's endorsing Trump and stuff. Obviously, he hasn't been reading the reports, you know, about how they, you know, raided Mar-a-Lago and what they've been finding and all the the tax fraud and all that stuff. So but to this date, he's still endorsing Trump and saying that Trump would have made America great again, which is uh, just uh, what we are witnessing. And I and I'm going to call it now what we are witnessing is how powerful a man can be. And then how he's going to just lose it all. And I'm telling you now, Kanye is going to sabotage himself. He's going to burn himself so bad and not even realize that he's his own problem. He's the reason why he'll end up losing everything. But um, continuing, um, he continued to you know attack Haley. He posted an article alleging... Um, her room, you know, a previous romance, a past romance with Drake, which we still don't know if it's true or not. Um, he also got into it with Diddy and Boozy, uh, you know, um, had some, you know, tweeting back and forth, texting back and forth with them. They're basically, you know, voicing their, you know, they don't like what he's doing, what he's saying, you know. Um, but Kanye's, you know, sticking to his guns and he's already saying that he's going to sell the t shirts. And as of right now, from uh, what we found out, he is restricted 
on Twitter and Instagram. So he's been locked out of his accounts and he can't tweet or uh, post on Instagram because of all the bullying and all the craziness he's been doing. But in the midst of all this, multiple designers, um, they went to Rolling Stone magazine and they've been basically, um, they're saying Kanye borrows, quote unquote, um, another, a nicer word for stealing. Um, he uh, borrows their designs for his Yeezy brand. Um, so here we go. The designers, they receive an invitation from Ye's team where they um, present their design ideas and uh, which would later allegedly be ripped off and sold as his own. So I don't know if you guys have been seeing his new shades that he has out, the Yeezy shades. Um, he allegedly borrowed the design from a young designer. His name is Frankie Baca. Um, that's Frank with a Y. And then Baca, B-A-C-A, you can go ahead and look him up. He has like actual... He shows you side by side his design and Kanye's design, and eerily similar. It's it you definitely can tell somebody ripped off somebody. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, so basically, he's currently doing social media campaign where he's sharing screenshots of DMs and texts between Kanye and his team on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Um, we also have another designer with the same story, um, a, a Harlem-based brand named Legendary Six. Um, they said that they went to a, uh, they were doing an event. Kanye saw their hats, like the design of their hats. They met up with um, the whole Yeezy team. They said that he just stopped responding out of nowhere, similar to what he did to Mr. Baca. Um, stopped responding. Next thing they know, months later, they see this new product from Yeezy come out. Um, as if, you know, Kanye designed it on his own or created it on his own. And it's very similar to what they created themselves. <laughs> this is crazy to me. Okay, so Adidas, with all this going on, Adidas, they also released a statement saying um, they are reviewing their partnership with Yeezy, you know, Kanye West. Um, they state all successful partnerships are rooted in mutual respect and shared values. Um, after repeated efforts to privately resolve the situation, we have taken the decision to place the partnership under review. So currently, the whole Yeezy brand with Adidas, the, you know, that's their partnership. The, that whole brand is being under review right now. They don't even know with everything that you know, Kanye's doing, how he's acting out. They don't even know if they want to continue. Um, now, that Kanye is restricted from Instagram and Twitter, I do know that he uploaded a video on YouTube where he sat down. It was like a private recording where he sat down with the um, the Adidas uh, CEO, like, you know, the heads of C uh, Adidas, where he, you know, was trying to hash out his issues with um, the Yeezy brand that he's been having with them. And he pulled up a porn video of one of the guys. I, I can't with Kanye. I can't. I can't. He's just... He, at this point, it's not even about the the talent anymore with Kanye. It's it, it like he's pulling stunts, and that's what I feel like he's he's pulling these stunts. He wants us to think he's a victim so bad. He wants to be painted as a victim. This black man, poor me. This this black man trying to. First of all, I I can't see him as a victim. You're a billionaire. You're a billionaire. You did your thing. You're like one of the top celebrities but you're using your platform um to basically 
it's just crazy to me how we go from Kanye in 2005, four, saying, you know, George Bush don't care black people about black people to Kanye in 2016, 2017, uh, promoting Trump, make America great again. It's, it's yeah, something's not clicking. Um, I just, I already don't listen to Kanye's music. I'm done with his music, so I don't, you know, I did like his designs. I did like his shoes, his easy line, but now I'm even questioning. No, I'm even questioning if I want to support that. Like, if I even want to wear that now. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm done with Kanye. I'm tired of talking to him. I don't even want to talk about him no more because this is just, it's just, like, he's he's trying to do a smear campaign against his baby's mother. Like, I understand you probably don't agree with everything that Kim does or is about, but you got to, at the end of the day, this is who you chose to marry. This is who you chose to procreate with. Work it out privately. Why can't y'all just work it out? And you got attorneys. Why why can't you just do do what Hollywood people do? Behind closed door, you know, scream at each other, you know, across the table at the the, the you know the the with the attorneys at your side. Like I'm I just I can't. Kanye just please keep him restricted. Keep him restricted on Twitter and Instagram. We do not want to hear or see any of his craziness. Moving on to the next topic. All right. The New York Post is reporting, Wright said Fred, um, they say it, an arrogant Beyonce used I'm Too Sexy without permission. Now, Wright said Fred is that duo, that little group from the 90s, or was it the 80s? 90s, 80s, and they had that song, I'm Too Sexy for My Shirt. You know, everybody knows that song. Um, well, that sample, uh, uh, well, a competition, a composition, sorry, competition, composition from that song was sampled on Alien Superstar on the Renaissance album. I don't know if you guys, I mean, once again, if you guys, um, it's a great album. If you have not heard it, you need to hear it. Alien Superstar is a great song. Um, for me, I cannot hear the sampling or whatever. <laughs> so I guess it's like real specific, Might probably like a five second beat or something like that. Um, but they came out and said that Beyonce uh, basically used the sample without permission. Um, here's their quote. They said, normally the artist approaches us, but Beyonce didn't because she is such an arrogant person. Not true. He con um, they continue saying she just had probably thought, come and get me. Wow. Um, so we heard about it after the fact when you did. Everyone else, Drake and Taylor Swift, they came to us. Um, Drake sampled um, I'm Too Sexy on the Way Too Sexy song in 2021 that, you know, and uh, Taylor Swift, she sampled the song on Look What, Ma Look what, Look what You Made Me Do in 2017. Um, they go on saying to use our melody, they need our permission. So they send us the demo and we approve it. And if so, we get a co-write credit. With this Beyonce thing, there are 22 writers. It's ridiculous. So we get so we would get about 40 pounds, which is crazy to me. Like, why are we complaining? Now it sounds like you're complaining um, about <laughs> how much you're getting paid, like, which is crazy. To me. So 40 pounds is uh, $44.27 in U.S. dollars, in United States dollars. So, <laughs> so I guess that's what they're getting, $40, $40 <laughs> for the... <laughs> For the co-write credit. 
Um, they're complaining, saying that this is because there is so little money right now in actual sales. Um, everybody that's involved wants a cut. Uh, they claim that they feel um, powerless to stop Beyonce. They con concluded that it's best to let it go and look forward to the future. Um, come to find out, the song I'm Too Sexy samples Jimi Hendrix's, um, Jimi Hendrix's third stone from the sun. Uh, the estate has been paid for the privilege of sampling. So if anybody was wondering, well, did they pay their sample? Yes, they did. They paid uh, the Jimi Hendrix estate. And they also get a, um, Jim, the Jimi Hendrix estate gets a co-writer um, co credit on the song, um, I'm Too Sexy. Um, but uh, Beyonce, she responded to the New York Post after she heard uh, about the statement that was released. And she basically says, she's denying the claim, saying that the comments made by Right Said Fred stating that I used I'm Too Sexy and Alien Superstar without permission are erroneous and incredibly disparaging. Uh, permission was not only granted for its use, but the um, but they p publicly spoke of their gratitude for being on the album. For their song, there was no sound recording use. Only the composition was utilized. Permission was asked of their publisher on May 11th, 2022, and the publisher approved the use on June 15th, 2022. They were paid for the usage in August 2022. So they were paid. Permission was already asked. <laughs> I think they're mad about the amount they're getting paid. <laughs> That's what it is. That's why they're speaking out. But it, this was all done prior to the, the album even being released. But anyways, um, the copyright percentage of the right said Fred writers with respect to use of I'm Too Sexy is a substantial portion of the composition. Collectively, the right said Fred writers own more than any other singular writer and have co-writer credit this accusation is false that's beyonce's statement she's not playing um i don't know if you guys heard um, before this khalees was making the same accusation she was pissed that beyonce did not call her i think what it is with these artists even though beyonce is doing it the correct way what she does is she reaches out to the publisher she don't even reach out to the artist she reaches out to your publisher um, and she asked for permission. And then the publisher decides from there if they're going to approve it or not, you know? And I think in a lot of these cases, a lot of artists don't own the publishing. So that's why they're, they're feeling salty. Like Khalees, for example, she does not own the, the publishing. I think she said that Pharrell, you know, has all the publishing to her songs. And that sounds like something she needs to take up with Pharrell. I don't get why were we upset with Beyonce? I get that people are like, well, you know, I'm the artist that originally did the song, so you should hit me up. But if she's doing the correct industry uh, procedures where you go to the publisher and you ask for permission, then I don't, I don't see what the issue is. You know, she did the right thing. She's paying for it. She's even giving you guys a co, you know, a co-write credit. Yes, it may not be a lot, but I mean, it, you know, it accumulates over time. You, 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 you know, that $44 is going to add up over time. So I don't know why it's such a, like, people are just so mad. Um, but like I said before, Kalishi previously accused Beyonce of the same thing. Um, Beyonce sampled, like, um, some, you know, composition, I'm assuming, you know, uh, from one of her songs for her song Energy. Um, Kalish was complaining about it. Beyonce removed the sample completely. And her co-writing credit. So she just took it out and was like, I'm not going to do this with you. Um, 
I'm, you know, I'm glad that she did this statement. It's unlike Beyonce because normally she just lets anybody talk crazy about her and just keeps them moving. Um, but this, yeah, I just think in this case with Right Said Fred, they're just pissed at how much they're getting, um, <laughs> you know, the, the amount that they're getting. That's what it sounds like to me because they got, you know, they have the credit. They got everything that they were saying that they, you know, you have to, um, what you have to go through, you know. They approved it and and she gave them co-write credit. So end of the discussion. I don't see what the big deal is. All right, you guys. Well, that was this week's topics. Um, make sure you follow me on all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, um, Spotify, Amazon Music, uh, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. It's all the Cheston Podcast. It's all the same. You'll find me. You'll see my little picture, my little you know icon that pops up. And make sure you subscribe, share, and like. Okay, you guys, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Have another phenomenal week. Um, We will be back here same time. New episode coming next Tuesday. I will see you guys. (sighs) Have a good day. (laughs) All right, bye.